Welcome to the podcast series, Talking Success, Connecting the Global Fintech Community. I'm Catherine Brassel, and today I'm joined by one of the co-founders of MamoPay, Imad Garazedin. Going back to 2019, three friends left their full-time jobs to focus on MamoPay wholeheartedly. Today, they are a small and sweet team based out of the UAE, and we do have the pleasure of hearing from one of their co-founders. MamoPay really set out to solve a real-life problem, and that is to build a product experience unlike any other in the region. They offer a payment application designed to make money transfers accessible, enabling users to transfer funds quickly and seamlessly to friends and family. Thank you so much for joining us today, Imad. How have you been? Been great. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And how has the start to the year been for you guys? It's been a very aggressive, uh, aggressive start. Everybody had a nice break over the holidays and uh, we're pumped and ready for 2022. Well, I think let's get started and hear a bit more about you personally, your career journey, uh, you know, kind of where did it all begin? Um, I think, uh, take us back. It all started in... Uh, Montreal, Canada, uh, where I studied uh, software engineering. Uh, And then uh, my first job, actually my first internship uh, during my studies was at Google uh, on an engineering team uh, over there in uh, California. Um, One thing led to another with that internship, I ended up uh, becoming a full-time engineer at Google. And then uh, a few years later, I decided to make the move to Dubai, still with Google. And I ended up staying there for a good uh, eight years. Um, towards the end of that period, I would say um, I had I found myself in a position where I had experienced different types of teams and different types of roles and responsibilities at Google. And I felt that I was ready to start creating a lot more value and creating uh, products that are going to help address very clear uh, pain points. Um, that uh, Asim and I were experiencing uh, in the UAE market specifically. So shortly after that, we, I mean, we had several conversations. Obviously, uh, being at Google was a very comfortable, uh, nearly cushy job. It's just a very, as you can imagine, it's a great company to be in. Um, but again, it's such a huge company that you don't really have uh, that feeling where you're creating impact or making impact uh, on the market and on users. Okay, so take us back to when you co-founded MamoPay. I mean, how did you go about selecting the talent and the teams that you're going to be working with? We always love to kind of, you know, get behind the minds of co-founders and founders and, and really get to the crux of that. Yeah, so the way we do it today is a little bit different. It has matured quite a bit since the beginning, but I would say in, in the beginning it was we placed a lot of uh, a lot of weight on the fact that we were all uh, at Google at some point in our careers, um, and that was a very important uh, way to attract uh, really great talent. And our first employees who joined, uh, they kind of banked on that, and they were they were impressed by that aspect of where we were and what we wanted to do. I think our vision and what we wanted to build and the way we were uh, set uh, where we were thinking about going about it. Uh, played a huge role in helping us attract uh, talent, at least the first few hires at Mamo. Uh, but most of the hires came from um, like word of mouth referrals. Uh, it wasn't a very, how should I say, systematic process of recruiting. Okay, yes, I can completely understand that. 
How would you say that MamoPay are kind of leading the way in terms of innovative solutions and obviously also off the back of a global pandemic? Yeah, it would be great to kind of unpack that with you. Although we did start in and around COVID, I don't think the pandemic itself was was uh, uh, that huge of a driver for us. It, it definitely helped a little bit uh, because most most industries, merchants, users started to uh, demand more digital solutions, right, rather than offline, which is what we typically see here in the market. But I would say. COVID aside, even even if it had never happened, which I'm sure everybody would be happy if that were the case. <laughs> but uh, COVID aside, I would say um, that the way business and payments are done in the UAE today, um, there was a huge opportunity for improvement and an opportunity to mature the way um, that the market deals with 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 uh, these use cases. Um, we noticed countless challenges, not just on the at the individual level. So Awesome and I, for example, we, we would constantly face challenges in dealing with money uh, together as friends. But merchants and SMEs and freelancers in the market also have pain points that are actually much more severe than the pain points that uh, people like uh, uh, like you and I would experience. Okay, brilliant. Thanks for that. And um, I know MamoPay have, of course, got really ambitious growth plans this year. Can you walk us through that and really what that looks like? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's something that we spent a lot of time thinking about uh, towards the end of 2021. Yeah, we, so we, we, we kind of uh, took ourselves aside and tried to determine what does MAMO look like one year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Um, and the, the conclusion was that as with every startup that is in our early stage, um, our mission as a startup is to find product market fit. We want to build solutions and products um, that address pain points of users and of SMEs in the region. And as long as we're able to get there and as long as we're able to measure measure that and say that, yes, we're on track to do that, um, I would say we're, we're on a good track, yeah? Um, a big portion of this year is going to be spent on scaling the success we've seen last year. And when I say scaling, I don't just mean from a product or a technology point of view, but I also mean how do we scale our operations? How do we scale our sales team? How do we scale our customer uh, experience uh, team? And do it in a way where we don't uh, grow faster than our capabilities allow. So it's super important for us to have controlled growth yet aggressive growth. Yeah, there's a there's a nice balance between growing too fast where your user suffers, and then growing too slow where you're just not growing uh, as per expectations of the various stakeholders that are invested in us. Let's talk a little bit about you personally. You know, as a leader, as a co-founder, what is your kind of go-to leadership style? You know, how are you driving performance at Mamo Pay and really sort of inspiring your, uh, yeah, your team? Yeah, that's a great question, and this is where um, I would say the differences and dynamics between uh, Awesome and I are are, are stark. Um, we we operate in very different ways, but at the same time, we both respect and appreciate the way we operate because there are there are different strengths that surface uh, from each of us, right? So the way he works rubs off on me. The way I work rubs off on him. We learn from each other, and then at the end of the day, you end up getting the the, the best of both worlds. Yeah, so. Our style together combined, I would say, is um, empowering the team, employees uh, at MAMO to 
basically do the best work that they can with minimum distraction, minimum minimum disruption. We have very minimal red tape. There's not there's uh, we're a very small team, so there's no hierarchy in, in that sense or in that regard. And what we like to do is break up our teams into very small uh, squads, what we call them, um, which is a stru- structure that's inspired by the Spotify model. If you if you read about if you've read about it online, so we have squads that handle different products or different you know features within products, for example. And these squads are equipped with all they need in terms of resources, uh, both human and tech resources, um, to get the job done. So they don't need to rely on anybody else. They're fully functioning independent squads that can that can do what they need to do to to help Memo grow and and build amazing products. So I would say, yeah, if to, to answer it in one word, I would say autonomy um, is a major uh, aspect of our leadership style. Thanks, Imad. And you spoke about scaling the success and obviously growing, you know, growing operational teams and scaling. What does that actually look like for Memo Pay? In terms of scale, um, as you know, in any startup, when you when you first start, you have to do things in a scrappy way. Yeah, you don't have the luxury of time where you can like, you know, put together um, uh, complicated and exhaustive systems that automate everything. So, although we'd love to be there at some point, and we will be there at some point, um, how we like to work is in a very iterative manner. Yeah, so whether we're talking about uh, writing code, uh, designing products, or deploying a new structure of how customer support teams work. We do it in a very trial and error kind of way where we try things, learn from the mistakes, and then improve on that process. So uh, today, for example, as we look about scaling sales and scaling operations and scaling customer support, what we do is we slowly add more resources uh, to each team and then watch what happens um, what kind of problems arise how do we go about fixing those problems and a lot of the time we end up seeing that technology plays a very very huge role in in how we can streamline uh, various departments at MAMO so we do things as manually as possible until that process breaks and then we solve it by adding technology and automation to the broken parts um, so that's what we've been doing to date. I think our plans for the future and for uh, geo expansion are definitely there, but we are very mindful of making sure that we have a fully functioning, robust operation in the UAE uh, before thinking about kind of replicating that success in, in the new markets that we plan to uh, cover. We love to ask our guests a bit more about some of the trends that they are following closely within the market, also looking at some other companies that you might be watching. Uh, I know you mentioned Spotify, for example. What are some of those trends that you're following closely at the moment and that are getting you excited about in the market? So there's a bunch of trends uh, obviously happening. And and oftentimes, especially in the past two years, you see trends come and go. Um, for, for us, uh, for example, uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency is definitely a trend that we watch. Um, uh, reg tech, regulatory tech. So how do we how do we manage uh, understanding the identity of our users so that we can protect them is something that is constantly evolving. Uh, we focus a lot on things like fraud, fraud detection, fraud prevention, because obviously we're a fintech, right? So we're being entrusted 
by users with something very, very valuable to them, which is their money and their savings. So a lot of the trends that we focus on are not uh, are not trends that you would typically read about, you know, on social media, uh, but they are trends that happen behind the scenes and are relevant for fintechs to get their operations and their product done right. Um, that said, I think our job is to create the trends rather than follow them. So what we're trying to do is really disrupt the the standard way uh, payments are being done in 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 the region um, in this very similar way that it's been done in other markets that is out that are outside of uh, Mina, for example. I love that creating the trends as opposed to following them. That's fantastic. And um, yeah, I mean, look, if you were kind of to to look back, um, you know, advice a bit of advice for your younger self, you know, in the fintech space, in the startup space, you know, what would what pearls of wisdom would you impart? What knowledge would you impart on yourself, having been through this journey? Oh, I ask myself that question uh, every day, and and we're constantly learning. As I as I mentioned before, um, I learn a lot from Asim. Uh, he learns a lot from me. I learn a lot from every single member of our team, and vice versa. Um, one thing that I wish I did more of in my time at Google to help prepare uh, me personally for the challenge uh, of taking on a leadership role at Mamo is I wish I learned more how to be a better leader uh, early on even though I may not have been in a leadership position at Google all the time, it would be great. And I would advise anybody who's uh, thinking about moving into startups, thinking about starting a startup or thinking about moving jobs, doesn't really matter what your situation is. I would recommend that the best investment you can make today is in yourself and your personal development and professional development. It's not so much where you invest your money. The best thing you can invest in is yourself. So How do you go about understanding psychology? How do you go about understanding leadership? How do you go about being able to relinquish control if you're you're somewhat of a control freak? How do you give that away to the team that you've entrusted and hired so meticulously? These are all difficult things that we we take for granted today, but I I truly wish they were things that were taught in school, for example. Uh, So yeah, that's that's my advice for my younger self. That's great. Thank you so much, Emma, for your time today. It really was a pleasure hearing more about the exciting journey that is MamoPay. And we really are going to watch uh, watch you guys closely over the next few months uh, and years, of course. And it'll be really exciting to see as things grow and expand and develop and yeah, and how you are really making things easier for your customer base. We want to figure out what do customers actually want? From their feedback, it guides what we end up building. What I can say, uh, I guess, briefly is we plan to ta- we plan to serve not just the uh, consumer community, but also the SME community. So that's kind of important. Should any of our listeners like to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to get hold of you? The best way to get a hold of us is probably through social media. On LinkedIn, we're, we're pretty active on, on, on LinkedIn as a company. Uh, we're also active on Instagram. Uh, so anytime, feel free to reach out to us and myself or just the Mammo, Mammo page as well. We're very responsive there. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Imad, and have an amazing day. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. Please follow us on LinkedIn under Talent in the Cloud, or if you're interested in exec talent, expanding your fintech team, or you yourself are looking for an exciting change in your career, please check out our website, talentinthecloud.io.